Hello, hello, and welcome to the Amplify Your Confident podcast. My name is Ni, written as NY at www.dancewithme.com. This is a weekly podcast where I create fun, energetic, and informative conversation that helps you to amplify your confidence and live your life to the fullest. Are you ready for it? Let's go! Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Amplify Your Confident podcast. This is the episode 5, how to quit a soul draining job and start your dream business and live life on your own terms with our amazing guest speaker today, Melina. Welcome, Melina. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So before we jump in our conversation, I would love to introduce you today with our guest speaker. So let's see who is Milena Nguyen. And on a side note, Milena is the first Vietnamese guest speaker on my <laughs> podcast. So I'm super, super yeah, happy and also proud as well. So Milena is a published author, three-time TEDx speaker, purpose and business coach, Mila Milena's mission is to help purpose-driven humans re- reinvent their world, launch a thriving coaching business, and build an impactful personal brand. She does that through her content, courses, and coaching program. Milena has coached individuals from more than 15 countries all over the world. Her online courses have reached more than 5,000 students. Milena books, blogs, social media channels have inspired a global flowing of more than 40,000 readers all over the world. Oh my God, what an impressive career, Milena. And more than that, Melina is my coach. She coached me a little bit more than two years ago. Can you believe already more than two years ago? In yeah. Ap- yeah. yeah, in in April 2020. So needless to say how impactful she is in my life. And because of this reason, I guess it episode even more special. And I cannot wait to start it, Melina. Welcome again to the Amplify Your Confidence podcast. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> so, um, you feeling good? Yes. Yeah. I feel like okay. the right place, having the right conversation with the right people and speaking to the right audience. So, very excited. So, uh, before we jump into our topic today, uh, let the audience know a little bit more about you uh, to a very fun game. I call it Hot Seat. So within these five minutes, I have five questions for you. It's super random. Uh, and what I would like you to do is that whatever comes first in your mind, please let us know your answer. Are you ready? Yeah. Sounds fine. Yeah? Okay. So what confidence means to you in three words or just one sentence? Mm, what confidence means to me I'm just gonna do the three words like mm-hmm. what the three words that comes up for me is confident is authentic um being aligned to your true nature your essence and shining your authentic light mm, okay this is uh also job your tagline on your website as well, Shy Your Lie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, 
What makes you happy the most right at this moment? Is that I get to talk about what I'm super passionate about. Um, because I believe, I deeply believe that we each are born with a unique gift, a mission, and I call that your light. And we are all meant to shine. That's, that's what we're meant to do in this lifetime. Um, and I love having conversation around how we can do that. Wow. I love this answer. The third question is, what are things you used to value, but not anymore? Hmm. I used to value, and this is a very good question, by the way. I used to value working a lot. <laughs> I think <laughs> in the past, I had a I had a, a tendency to overwork and burnt out, and that was something that I values not not because that was my authentic values no but because it was how society taught me to earn worthiness so mm. i used to believe that i'm i am only worthy when i succeed and i am only worthy when i am always productive so but of course that wasn't um that wasn't something that could be sustainable so it leads to burnout and everything but now i no longer value that and instead of that i value being in alignment with your what you love and what you care deeply about so Beautiful. no and more alignment <laughs> yeah oh great yeah this is one of the questions that i really really like as well uh, uh okay number four what is your go-to affirmations when you don't feel good about yourself? I have many. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> so, it's over the year because I I don't feel I good know. that often. <laughs> I'm not one of, you know, I'm not wired to be always, I don't know, like, you know, running through the, the meadows and, and being happy all the time. I am a very sensitive soul with complex emotions. And so when i feel a difficult emotion doesn't mean that it's bad it just you know mm. it's part of being human uh, one of the mantra i like is that i allow myself to be human and this is part mm. of the human experience and it is okay it's okay to feel this way like right now and i would allow myself to feel it and allow it to pass through me oh my god i have chill <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take a note this year this is super cool the, the conversation already very, very nice. Even we didn't dip, <laughs> dip, uh, dip yet in the topic. So I'm excited for the next part. Okay, so the last question is, what is the best compliment that you ever received? Mm, the best compliment that you've ever received, I've ever received. What comes up to me right now is, um, when people tell me that I am speaking truth. Now, it doesn't mean that I lie, <laughs> but I feel like we all have a voice and we have something that we deeply believe in. However, many of us are afraid to speak up like our the thing that we truly believe in in our opinion because it might be very different from, from what society like, right? Like, and I am someone who somehow always have chosen an unconventional path. Like 
I, I got a divorce when I was 29 years old. Like I I say no to corporate job in order to become a yoga teacher when I was 24 years old. So I've been always pursuing sort of unconventional path because inside me there is an inner wisdom, an inner voice that I have trained myself to connect with. And and so and now of course as now I I I I have my work and part of my work is about advocating for my message and sometimes the message is very controversial. Like the other day I was talking about actually just a few days ago I was I make a post on Instagram that say stop manipulating the universe to get what you want. Because I I saw this this trend of like of become a manifestation, I don't know unicorn and then it all feels like oh you are manipulating the universe to get what you want and that's a very big trend too even in the business coaching space which is the space i'm in and i've been keeping this to myself i was keeping this to myself for a long time because by nature i avoid confrontation but then eventually i was like, okay i'm gonna talk about this because i feel like it's important so and then i talk about that and a bunch of people like message me and okay commenting and say this is the truth we feel the same but we didn't dare to speak it so yeah those those are the things that i really appreciate and treasure and i think we need more truth truth speaker too um, because we all have a voice we have all have an inner wisdom and that deserve to be heard Definitely, and I, I always think we try to hold back what we really believe and desire to speak it up, yeah. on because we're afraid to be injured, all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So this definitely, uh, yeah, yeah, and a very good point to to point out. And even we we see it right now. Uh, definitely after that uh, pandemic, I see a movement of chain not yeah all over the world inside yeah. earth outside earth so even though these uh, are being said and mentioned or talk way much more but still how people finally take action and dare to do it is still mm -hmm. like a lot of work we need to do yeah, yeah that's <laughs> because we yeah. always have we have layers of fear, right? And I guess we are going to dive into more around like fear because our conversation, the topic is so relevant. Uh, but we all have layers of fear and oppressions that we internalize within. And um, and part of the work is to bring understanding, consciousness, awareness in order to be able to, to either transform those fear and or do it afraid. <laughs> Yeah. So we are done with the five questions. I believe now the audience definitely knows a little bit more about you. And this time we're going to move to and discuss the topic quitting a soul draining job and start your dream and living the life that you always desire for. Mm -hmm. I cannot choose any better person to talk about this topic because uh like you mentioned during our first part you living the unconventional path compared to a lot of other people uh since such a young age you know so let we let's start yeah. i prepare a few questions and then we're gonna see how our conversation evolves yeah because we just mentioned the path that you have taken in your life Shall we share with the audience how it start, how it evolve, how it 
um, yeah, how you become the person you are today, both personally yeah. and professionally, I guess, because I feel like when people talk about themselves, they only define the success on the the part of being professional, you know, but they forget. Yeah. I don't think we ever can put it apart, personal and professionals, because that we we become a whole that's because of yeah. that, you know, yeah. You're right. You're right. We cannot um decom like compartmentalize our personal life and our professional yes. life. It's just us. Um. So, I, this is a long story. <laughs> I'm gonna try to make it short. But basically, I was on the hot track of um of um having this. I say we call it the conventional success. Um. Now I've never ever worked in corporate for my entire life, but I started out um, very early working for an NGO, so for organizations. So I had a very long NGO career uh, doing a partnership development. So managing like half a million dollars portfolio and all those cool things and get to travel in many different country to raise partnership for that really big NGO um, and then uh, there was a moment when I, I get to decide whether to continue climbing to the next stage like become like a global VP or to um, to consider one of the job offer amongst the corporate partners that I actually brought in and, and they are now very interested in hiring me and 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 that was 20 I was 24 at the time and um, those are all great options. And I had people like peers were telling me like, okay, you need to apply, you need to stay and go to the next level. Or I have my other peer who say that, oh, you have so many good options for the corporate. Like my parents was also, you know, waiting for me to make that like good move. Um, but inside me, there was just something that didn't feel right. Like I knew that I needed to pause because even though on, on the outside, I seem to have to check all the boxes, you know, really great uh, career, really great title, get a leave in Europe and travel all around the world and everything. Um, it just did not, there was something that didn't feel um, like something was missing. Like there is this deep um, existential angst. I, and I know that the audience, whoever's listening, if you have felt this, you know it is there. There is this existential yeah. end that just would not go away, right? And yeah. maybe we try to distract ourselves from it by um, different types of ways, like social media, shop, shop, by having a relationship or whatever. But and being uh, overworking is also one of the way we distract ourselves from that existential angst. But it is there and in the quiet moment of the night or in the early morning when you are not running around, getting yourself busy and distracted, you feel it. So I was feeling that for like years, for two years, and I was actively denying that because I was on the hot track. I was supposed <laughs> to keep going and be successful and everything. And I was just very terrified of losing that, that uh, image of, of, of these successful, ambitious, successful women independent mm -hmm. and ambitious women I was terrified of, of admitting that I was feeling very lost and I have existential angst and I was like seriously so deep in that quarter life crisis so deep but at some point you just cannot ignore it anymore because mm -hmm. I knew that if I continue I would end up seriously in 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 even a worse stage of depressions I would categorize myself back then as like high functioning depressed 
you know, I could mm. show up, I could fulfill all my responsibility, but then after that, I would be crying at night to sleep. Mm. So, so I decided to stop, even though I did not know exactly what I was supposed to do. So I knew that I need to stop in order to make this space, in order to to discover myself and just, I know it sounds very corny, but the real word is like to find myself back. I needed to find myself back. So I take the time. Um, I was thinking to take like a three month sabbatical and become a six month sabbatical. And at the end of that sabbatical, I have, I knew that I wanted to do something that has to do with human development and, and help helping other people. I was interested in helping other people. So then I became a yoga teacher. Um, and my parent was like, you what now? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I persisted. But I persisted and I remember taking all my savings to rent a old uh, space, like a space, a second floor of an old building, renovating everything with my own hands because I didn't have a lot of money for renovation. Like literally, I was drilling walls and hang like giant as um uh uh like frame and artwork on the on on the on the walls and everything so and the the opening of that yoga studio so that was a yoga studio i want and then decided to become a yoga teachers because yoga had helped me so much in during those months uh so the opening of that yoga studio felt like one of the happiest day of my life and then um it didn't happen according to like the conventional fairy tale <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. Two years after opening of that studio, I had to shut the business down. So that is a plot twist right there because we were barely making any money. Like honestly, from when I shut it down on the outside, I told people that I shut it because I wanted location freedom, which was which was true, but it was not the real truth. Like the the other reason for me to shut it down was because we were just barely getting by. We for two whole years, I I pay myself two hundred and fifty dollars a month, two hundred and fifty dollars a month for two whole year after the rent, after paying the staff, after paying, you know, the utility and everything like that. So my first experience to start your dream business and being an entrepreneur was a complete failure. <laughs> so I shut it. I felt so so much shame guilt i had terrible guilt towards my business partner and my 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 teachers and you know the the staff worked with me and my student then i doubted myself and i spiraled down into a depression um and and i somehow with the support of my of my of my husband at the time i came through that um and around the end I was weighing my options. Should I go back to, you know, if I put together a CV and send it out, I would probably be able to find a good job. But that felt like murdering of my soul. Like just the, just the, you know, just think about that option, just feel like just murdering the soul. So I knew that I just have to press forward. I have to try the next time. I, mm-hmm. I will I will start another business. And that was terrifying because you have just failed. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I decided to bet on myself. Um, I started my coaching business that was in um, 2016, so six years ago. And, and now we're here, like six years mm-hmm. in, 
I'm so grateful that I did not give up, mm. that I didn't take that failure and just stop. And yeah. I, I'm actually grateful that I failed because I learned so much in that first mm -hmm. time that I now, and that helped me to be become successful um, with my current coaching business. You know, we we serve clients in over 15, uh, 15 countries. We are all multiple six-figure business. I have a team of seven people and and I, I'm just so grateful. Uh, and that, that did not come overnight, of course. We see so much of the overnight success, right? That came because I had dared to 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 find a way to become successful by risking failure and actually fail and press on right? yeah. so so that's where i am at um <laughs> but that's my journey and personally i i think i've mentioned that i got a divorce so yeah a lot of personal thing happened of course when we when we follow our dream we need to also know that there are our life that is happening at the same time right so mm -hmm. i went through my own um death and rebirth process with my relationship that was a seven years relationship that i decided to transition out of and we are no longer married but we are really still good friend um and then i met my new life partner and then i become a mom so i have a baby who's <laughs> almost two years old now oh my god so far um yeah and I often say that I don't know if I have it all because I don't even know what having it all means, but I know that I am leaving it all right now. I have yeah. my life full and it's so rich. And sometimes it's like a bit crazy because you're a mom of a two years old and, and you have your own business and, you know, being an entrepreneur and everything. Um, but I'm just grateful that I, I say mm. yes to things that really matters to me amazing journey that you has gone through um i have been following you for so long and even with that coaching business you has changed a lot of times as well so yeah. i like you said i also really like that yeah what does that mean to have it all but living full and feeling like you're living it all to what yeah. you values and what you love I guess that's the right direction. And it's like a compass for you. Whenever you feel lost, you come back to that and then mm -hmm. you're going to find a way. Yeah. 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 So, so, so nice. Um, so before we start to talking about like how to quit, what we can do before quitting the job uh, with some guidance that you, uh, Milena, gonna give us i have one more questions because right now as you know like we read a lot a lot of information like you said people also overused the word universe um mm -hmm. i also feel people also overused the heart the mind and the soul word like mm -hmm. oh come back to your heart come back to your soul don't let the mind make you crazy so i just want you to give a very clear definition to the audience also, I believe everyone has their own definition, yeah. but coming from you as a coach that you have so many clients, clients and already that you, you work with them, with them on different paths. Uh, mm -hmm. what, what, what does it mean for you with the words like the soul, the mind and the heart? Yeah. Because that's how our body composed and how as woman being. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm sweating because there's this little fly that 
No worries. That's how it is in Southeast Asia, right? My life real full and flies flying around my head. Is it? It's gone now. Go away. Um, so I'm going to answer that question by not answering the question because I think mm-hmm. the reason why we're asking is that we are just really trying to discern how mm-hmm. to navigate, right? Mm-hmm. We're really trying to discern what do we listen, who do we listen to, and what do we navigate? Like when our mind telling us something, and then maybe our emotion is giving us some other hint, and and then so, so what do we do, right? And I think that having a rigid definitions about those things does not really help because then we are overanalyzing, mm-hmm. and then we kind of like get stuck. So what I would love to provide as another distinction is that is that we can either make choices in our life from place of ego-based or it is from a place of like soul being soul inspired so that is the Mm -hmm. distinction i'd love to give here like is that ego-based or is it soul inspired and how do you know if that is ego-based it is it has a lot of things to do with fear because that's Mm. like here is how ego operate operate it's also it's it tends to be the mind too because the mind will create uh lots of way uh, like limiting beliefs based on what we experienced in the past that try to protect us and then just try to make us afraid right so so that is like ego based and soul inspired is all about your curiosity what sparked joy in you what feel expansive in your body what what feels a bit thrilling like or a lot thrilling and thrilling i mean like it makes you scared and excited so that is like the soul inspired direction to take right so um i think just to 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 give an example right it could be um so let's say you when you were small and you grew up um you were someone who really excelled a lot in school and whenever you bring an A uh, or like grade 10, like in Vietnam, we use that like 10 grade system, like you bring a 10 or a nine home, your parents are like, good girl, right? And that, and but otherwise they don't really attend to your emotional needs, not because they are bad people, just because they do not have the capacity to support you with your emotional needs. Now you learn, your mind will learn that, okay, in order for me, to gain belonging and like loving attachment with my parents, I need to be, I need to be like um like a good student. I or and that equal, I need to succeed, right? I need to earn the trophy. I need to go for the next award. I need to this 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 in order to succeed. So that is a very ego based and fear based approach. Now, what that would lead to is, is that when we go and choose career we'd be looking at career that would looks good that sounds great and the career that our parents will be like supporting you know approve these it sounds great instead of going towards the thing that is that that is sparking curiosity inside us that we feel pulled towards like kind of compelled emotionally in in, in the heart and that also might lead to you know being in a job that you do not love that you know is that the environment is not aligned with your values, that you f- you dread going to work every day. You feel that this is a toxic environment, but because it is looking good, you come with really great title. Maybe you're like an executive VP or whatever, leaders, uh, and then, then, but 
but you still hold on to it because you okay without this title who am i and how am i going to get belonging how am i going to get um love right from others so so that is what we most of us have right and having that being having that kind of fear a tendency to follow the fear and the ego base is is not wrong is is you there's not something wrong with you it's just something that we know that we can have the tendency and if we want to live a life that is more vibrant and that make us feel alive and that we wake up we're excited for about our day and the work that we'll do then there is a possibility of a different options is to lean mm-hmm. toward being more soul inspired does that help yes <laughs> i love how you tweak the questions in this way mm-hmm. and mention about the ego mm-hmm. uh, because definitely if we really look in our our path consciously you can really see how many times actually you act out of your ego mm-hmm. yeah the decision of having the job the decision of being in the place uh where again it might maybe your ego like oh this it look good you know but mm-hmm. uh do you actually really feel good Yeah, and I like that you uh, put the curiosity uh, word in that, in the way how you feel like you... Because I believe a curious mind on everything that you do actually gonna inspire you um, in many ways that you do as well. So if, if your mind feel bored of the thing that you do and not curious of how I can be better, how this thing um, make me evolve make me learn that that would be the important thing to look when you build up your career um yeah yeah, so talking about that i i see that you mentioned a lot of like the fear and uh speaking definitely when you want to quit a job (laughs) especially the one that uh financial secured the one that you actually fight for because you thought that was something for you something that mm-hmm. um, you meant to do mm-hmm. uh, it hard it's not like one day you wake up in the morning it's the whole process and mm-hmm. I think if I look back in my career I wish the moment that I quit my job I would know more mm-hmm. you know like if if back to that time I would have more resource mm-hmm. to to learn better and prepare better you know yeah yeah so so right now we have you we should mm-hmm. <laughs> please share, share with us some knowledge like if someone right now at the age of want to quit their job and especially want to build their business because mm-hmm. that's what you have people right to yeah. quit their soul draining job and able to make the steps to build what they believe mm-hmm. so Can you give the audience some guidance on that, what they can do? Yeah, yeah. I would love want to talk about this two, there are two mindset or reframe the two way of thinking that make people stuck. Mm. Well, the first mm. one is, is to think that quitting your job is like taking a leap. I don't think it's, it's just useful. 
uh, instead of thinking your job, quitting your job, it's like, okay, you wake up and then you're like, oh yeah, I'm prepared. And then I'll take a leap and then I'll just see <laughs> where I land. And then if I build, they won't catch me. That is, <laughs> that is actually very anxiety inducing, right? Because it's, it's yeah. scary. You feel like you're going to fall into death. So instead of use, even using the word quitting, I know we use the word quitting in the, in the, in the topic because it's, it's how most people think about it. Now I really think about transitioning mm. instead of thinking like, okay, quitting your job and I'm taking this leap of faith and you know, I'll fall and we'll see what happened. Think about the, a, a transitioning process from an environment that doesn't align with your values, the kind of work that is not aligned with your gift and you know, your innate talents and it's not aligned with the contribution that you make to the world into the kind of role, the job or the business, right? Um, that is a lot more aligned with your values, your talent and the contribution that you want to give to the world. Mm. How can that transition look like? It might look like two years. Yeah, right? definitely. And I've supported so many clients who actually, their process is like a two years process. Mm -hmm. um, because they 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 have family to take care of, they have kids, so mm -hmm. they cannot afford just to like flip the table. But yeah. but that is so good, right? That two year process is also worth it because you are working towards something. You're taking small step and transitioning, and that is going Definitely. to give you so much more power over feeling really stuck because you're so scared of mm -hmm. of the table and doing that crazy jump. Yeah, yeah, I love that way how you put it because it the word transitioning and also like transforming yeah. is already give you an idea it's gonna take time. Yes. It's not like you jump <laughs> boom into it. Yes. It's very yes. beautiful to see that transformation of the people that you are at this moment and the people that you want to be. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to share a little bit here because I took your coaching program two years ago, you know, and at that moment, yeah, I saw, I see my values. I know what I want to be. And if I look back, it's the whole two years of tran transitioning, of transforming of the person who I were at that moment, of the person right now I want to be. And it's not like you're taking a coaching program and after three months, you, <laughs> boom, I'm transformed from to a butterfly like that so definitely yeah. is even that moment you 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 take a decision hey i want to change to change drop my job to build my business or to change to a the job working with a company that support my values and my vision mm -hmm. you you move forward you know you seek out for it and slowly you get where you want to be and i also believe within that two and more than two years in I took your coaching program. Was I the, were everything aligned with what I were talking to you? No, because I evolved around, yeah. uh, around that. But definitely the values that that I that what I always stick to. But mm -hmm. at that moment, I already like, oh, I want to build my business. Mm -hmm. And after your coaching, after remind like, oh, I gonna do it. Right now, I still haven't mm -hmm. lived. Uh, one hundred percent for my business, 
but I do have my own business and at the same time I'm working full time as well you know so it's the transformation you don't feel like oh because I didn't get my totally my business I'm again a failure Mm -hmm. no no you're right absolutely right and I would love to also share that each person have different pace as well and it's so important to honor your pace if if maybe for you like I'm I'm saying you like I'm talking to the audience like maybe for some of of you in the audience you you are someone who just kind of like go for it and 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 just quit and if that is you then do that by the way that is like me <laughs> I'm one of people who can I can burn bridges like I can't I I, I that's just how I operate right but for so many of us we need just a transitioning process and if we pressure ourselves to make an immediate change we actually waste more time you see because we are procrastinating mm-hmm. we are frozen because of that it's like too much and then our system just frozen and then we are like just maybe procrastinate for two years instead of mm-hmm. starting small and then and then slowly transition and then at the end of that two years or three years or whatever you out like so many of my clients, um, like I have actually two of my clients, because uh, I just want to share the story because I want to celebrate them because I think they are like incredible. Two of my clients are the transitioning out of their job like this month, right at the end of this month. And actually one of the clients is transitioning out this week, like this Friday, which is today. Wait a minute. Today, today. <laughs> one of my clients today is her last day at work. And she's been building her business for three years. Why working? And that was that was how it that was her pace and that was her process and we honor that and we celebrate that right Definitely. for another of my clients also this one of this month end of September today the recording is right now in September end of September she is transitioning out and um, of her job and that was that was a year and a half pro- year and a half process some other clients just do that for three in three months they out and so. So I just want to say that there there are no rules and there is no one no one who should tell you that you have to 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 quit your job like within X amount of time. No, no. give yourself permission to stay at the job as long as you need. I think when you yeah. do that, you actually get to transition out faster. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so give yourself the permission to stay at the job as long as you need and see how you can already take action in order to yeah. start growing the thing that you love already mm-hmm. on the side when mm-hmm. it's the right time you will know like so mm-hmm. many people are quitting jobs one job after the other and after like five years they still don't know what they want it's because the quitting come from a place of like kind of lack and frustrations instead of from a clarity right you're so mm-hmm. you're so frustrated and then you're like flip the table and i'm out of here and then the next thing happen again so it's not about quitting. It's about doing the work to get clear on what you want to do, what you want to create, and start that early, right? Yeah. And know that. Um, and actually, a lot of time when when people come to me and say, "You have to get me quit my job," like one of my first reaction might be, "I can't help you, but you have to promise me that you will not quit your job yet." <laughs> yeah. because- because whatever frustrations and limitation you are experiencing in your current job does not come from your job. It comes mm-hmm. from us, right? Mm-hmm. We are the one who create our reality. So if you are experiencing frustration, for example, your boss is making you work all weekends, 
Well, it's not your boss, Paul. It's you. It's you <laughs> who are not setting boundary, right? Oh. And if you haven't learned to set boundary, the next job, same thing will happen. Or even when you start your own business, you'll be like terrible at setting boundaries with yourself and you'll work all the time and you could burn out from your own inner boss. <laughs> so, mm. so, so it's about the transformations, right? The transitioning mm. and then transformations. And mm -hmm. a lot of the time you will find that your exactly your current workplace is the perfect playground for you to notice the kind of limiting beliefs and behaviors and patterns that are keeping you stuck. And when you transition out and you become a different person, your circumstances cannot help but change. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the way how you put it is instead of blaming to the environment that you are in, what mm -hmm. can you do? uh to change our reality because yeah. at the end of the day if you cannot change what the outside look like then you should take the uh, decision to change what the inside look like wow. um yeah um of course they're toxic environment mm -hmm. but how you can set boundaries how what 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 is the work that you need to do in yeah. order to overcome that um yeah. and also i love when you said it's not about quitting it's about what kinds of work yeah that you're willing to do mm -hmm. for yourself yeah uh, in order to make that decision and not just about quitting the job what is the decision for the for the next step right yes yes yeah. Being clear like remember when we were working together too I, I bet you remember like there were sessions when we were really drilling in like what is your values right defining your values defining your genius what is what are you passionate about what is mm -hmm. your emotions and and mm -hmm. when I, I remember the session when you were like oh my god you know you realize that the reason why you haven't felt like so great at the current job was because there was a misalignment it wasn't anything mm -hmm. wrong with you. There was just a misalignment of the, the yeah. job at the time yeah. with your genius and passions and your, your mission. Yeah. 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 Funny enough, I still working for the company mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I have to say the coaching really helps me understand. I change the way how I look at it. I change the yeah. way how I approach the situation and yeah, I have achieved quite a lot then with the company uh, because I accept what it is what mm -hmm. it has what resources I have in the company and from there I just change the way how I execute my job and mm -hmm. because of that make me creative and you know creative creativity is my values yes. I cannot yes. do anything with that and at that moment I feel so drained at work because I cannot use my creativity yes. and you know, actually, because of that reason, I slowly changing to do another thing in my company. And right mm. now I'm working with all the creators around the world where mm -hmm. I see creativity every day. So, so yeah, yeah, I, I, love I, I totally because that is a beautiful example of, of what happened when you actually did the inner work, then you yeah. have to see, you know, what kind of change can you make? And then a lot of the time, it's very normal that people realize that they don't have to quit their job. You know? Yeah, <laughs> they don't no, yeah, that's now. true. Like even yeah. when they're still building their business, like mm -hmm. the client who I told like this is, and today is her last day, like she changed herself. And then 
the whole thing changed with her business. She her her, her work. She get she was like one of the big the, the one to get the biggest bonus at work. Like everybody in the company respect her, and she actually enjoy it. Like she she did not quit from a place of pain, but she quit from a place of empowerment. Her work, she enjoy it. She she people respect her, and then eventually it just like it's the time to move because I want to dedicate now full time to my to my business, which that I have been growing in the three years, right? Mm -hmm. So the beauty of mm -hmm. that, yeah, because and yeah. perfect example of it. Yeah, I would love oh. to talk. <laughs> What? Yeah, I I have to frame that you quit from the position of empowerment. I yeah. love that. It's it's so yeah. it's so so yeah, it's so powerful to to hear that. Mm -hmm. But go ahead, there are a few yeah. more things that you want well, to share. Right? Like, people are in really toxic, abusive environment. I'm not saying that you cannot quit, like really, because yeah, I right, have very unique circumstances. If you're in a very toxic, abusive environment that is really detrimental for your well-being, mm -hmm. actually quitting your job might be the best thing to do, <laughs> right? Yeah, we're not exactly. making a black and white uh, uh, recommendation. So, but the key is that you you lean into your soul and knowing what 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 is right for you. So the, mm -hmm. the the second thing that I want to reframe is the idea that if I quit my job, I will start from from the from zero. I will start from scratch. Totally not true. And that's actually the, that way of thinking holds so many people back from being able to 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 make to make the transition because they are like, oh, but I've wasted, you know, then I'll waste like 10 years. I'm working so hard for the then I'll be starting from scratch. Um, I throw everything away. That is totally not true because whatever that you have gained in your work, be it relationship, your network, your skills, your skill set, hard skills, your soft skills, all of those things are your asset to build the business. So because of your job, then you will have more asset to build business than other people, right? Mm -hmm. So Often I will see that people, my the, the client who I support and I specifically, I help coaches to launch their business. Their first client would be like actually people in their circle, probably like an ex-colleague because they have had the relationship, they've built a network and those are the people who once they announce that, okay, now this is my new offer. This is what I'm working on, my passion. Those people are the one who first want to hire them. So totally agree. So much <laughs> asset. Instead of thinking I am starting from scratch, I'm like, no. Take the time to take inventory of your asset. Like all of those, how many years you work in business, those are assets. So I work in, in NGO for fundraising and business development for those are like for five years. And I know so much about the sales. And and because I was I, I managed half a million dollars portfolio, right? And I I I, I was like really selling was my jam. And now and that helped me so much with my current business. Right? I still refer to the lesson that I'm, I've learned during those times. Um, so that was still an asset. And now I actually, one of the things I teach people is how to sell better and how to enroll client with authenticity. Um, and that become like one of the things I'm super good at. Um, mm -hmm. So similarly to anybody who's listening in the audience, you have that asset and the key is to sit down and take inventory of that. Like what are the things that you can take? And, and, and that is the superpower for you to really um, to to lay that great foundation for your business success. Mm. Yeah, to excel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Oh my God. So nice, Milina. I mm. I think. Oh, maybe I have one more question here, uh, because I know that we're running out of time. I have to say, like, uh, with the audience that Milina have a very resourceful website where her <laughs> blog. <laughs> I don't know how many newsletters you send out per month, but I always read it because I find it very helpful. Um, So could you tell a little bit about that with the audience so they know what you offer as a free resources? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, referring to that because we worked really hard me and the team to build a very resourceful website. <laughs> like yeah. I've been blogging for I can't even count how many years. Yeah, at least seven, eight years something. So I've been actively blogging for so long, and and now on my blog it's a library of rich resources. Um, mm-hmm. and it's people can you can go there by going to milenanguyen.com. So M I L E N A N U Y E N dot com. Um, and when you go there, you can also download, um, I think, a really great place to start for those of you who are wanting to make the transition is that you can download our um, Discovering Your Soul Purpose uh, guidebook. Because mm-hmm. as we said before, you need the clarity, right? Um, because other, otherwise, you will be creating not from a place of clarity and empowerment, but from a place of pain and frustration, which might make you really stuck. So that discovering your purpose guidebook have excellent coaching question that you can use to coach yourself um, that will help you identify what I call the four elements of purpose, like your values, what is your genius, your your passions, and, and what is your mission. And that will help to give you the clarity on what you want to create next, right? So you can start mm-hmm. right now without having to quit your job. <laughs> you can yeah. start the transition like right now, start small. Yeah. Um, so that is a great resource. Um, and when you download that, you'll get to be part of my mailing list. We send out one love letter almost every week. Um, yeah. And yeah, very intimate um, sharing. And I'm very active on Instagram as well as Facebook. So hashtag mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I share a very fun thing that that will um, give you a lot of things to think about. So yeah. Definitely connect with Milena Nguyen on her mail list, on her Instagram, on her Facebook, uh, where she shares a lot of wisdom, her learnings, and also the things that I love is her vulnerabilities as well, because it's part of how you grow. Uh, and I think it makes you you in the way yeah. how you, you uh, empower people to truly shine their light <laughs> thank you so thank much, you much. It, was, <laughs> it was such an um, amazing conversation with you i feel so happy and again i learned so much from you and i always so feel so grateful that our path crossed and uh, again thank you so much for everyone who tuning to our podcast today and don't forget to follow me on my instagram at Amplify Your Confident Undercourse podcast. And if you have any feedback, any questions or suggestions for a new topic, please uh, just drop me a message. And don't forget to rate my podcast as well. Give it a, a feedback, rate it so more people can find it. And maybe it's gonna have a lot of people as well. 
thank you and see you next time bye bye yeah. <laughs>